September 21st, 2017, downtown San Francisco. The Sales Development Conference, the world's first and only conference focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. Learn, grow, and succeed with the top minds in the sales development space. Keynote speakers include Henry Schock, CEO of Discover Org, Manny Medina, CEO of Outreach, Christina McMillan, Director of Research at Topo, and legendary sales trainer. John Burrows, among many, many others. No fluff, no filler, just the data, research, and networking you need to grow your career and become a stronger sales development leader. Go to tenbound.com slash conference to get your early bird ticket today. Again, tenbound.com slash conference to lock in this incredible opportunity today. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. Really excited to dive in with our next guest today, Mr. Brian Vital from Inside Sales Team. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. Thank you for joining me all the way from Buffalo, New York. How's, how's, uh, how's life in Buffalo today? It's a nice day today. It's about <laughs> 85 degrees here, but uh, we only get that for, what, three, four months of the year? So happy it's uh, July. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, and, and hopefully you can get out and enjoy a little bit uh, this weekend. Brian is the Vice President of Growth at Inside Sales Team. Brian, if people aren't familiar with Inside Sales Team and, and your background, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in sales development. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, so I started here at Inside Sales Team, uh, it'll be four years, August 7th. Uh, that was my first day into the sales development world. I started with Inside Sales Team on behalf of a client uh, named Discover Org. I'm sure a lot of you out there no Discover Org well as the leader in the data and lead and account intelligence space. And inside sales team, you know, why I joined them in the first place was it all made sense to me, right? So you think about a sales org and, you know, from top of funnel to, you know, closing business, the only thing we need to focus on here is being a high producing sales development function. And that's the background of our company. So we focus in on targeted accounts and what's the best data sources and what's the best tools for messaging in regards to a tech stack and, you know, we're proud Salesforce users. So it made sense to me when I started here four years ago to basically say, hey, like this company is really just owning the craft of sales development and top of funnel uh, sales development. And so I was like, well, if everyone's energy is focused on a more narrowed, I guess, focus, then I can see great things happening. And so long time later, still, uh, still working with Discover Org as a partner and uh, just slowly sales development, to team lead, uh, to vice president of inside sales, and now I'm vice president of growth, and uh, here I am today. Dude, you are exactly the right person that should be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It's a veteran. I think uh, sales development, the term, I mean, four years, that's uh, I'm an old guy, old, older, elder guy when it comes to sales development, and um, you know, I was, uh, I was making you know, cold calls and outbound efforts, just, uh, just stopped doing that in March, so about three and a half years of, of doing that. Oh man, that's perfect. So you work for a company that focuses on sales development. You yep. were a sales development rep and clawed, clawed your way up through the organization. And, yeah. um, and, and now you're leading the charge on growth for the company. So that's, that's a really interesting title, Vice President of Growth. So what does that look like for you? And uh, you know, how, do you, how do you define your role there now? Yeah, I think define is the term that's like a, sometimes hard to, to elaborate on because really growth inside sales team means doing anything possible that I can to grow the company, not just 
not just revenue, you know, not just a LinkedIn post or something like that. It's just whatever I can do to help inside sales team grow as an industry leader when it comes to sales development. So I still actually run a few sales development teams here because they're strategic partners and they mean a lot to the company. And so again, like some VPs of growth maybe don't manage sales development teams still, but we know how important some of our clients are to our and, and all of our clients. So I'm still doing sales development. I'm still doing some you know, cross-sell, upsell opportunities for the company. I also do new business. So anything that I can do to, to just, again, stre- strengthen the name of inside sales team and sales development. So you're the guru of growth, basically, for, for your company. <laughs> maybe, in, maybe in Buffalo. I may be the only VP of growth in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, big fish in a small pond. It's perfect, man. It's excellent. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then tell me, about, tell me about the business model for inside sales team, because you said that even as you expand your role there, you're still managing some of those strategic partner relationships. How do you guys work with companies? For sure. So we, uh, we're looking for companies and, and how we set up the uh, agreements is we're looking for a partner. Uh, this is not a one-time hardware installation type sale where it's a quick check-in and quick check-out. So we're looking for companies that, that understand the importance of sales development. We work mostly in yearly terms. We do believe that to run a fully functioning sales development team, it, it takes some time, right? You know, they say the 90 days is the standard ramp up time, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it can take 120 days or sometimes it can take 60 days. And how we structure every, every agreement is, is something that I believe in is we're not paid 100% just on meetings or anything like that, like some of our competitors are. We treat our sales development folks really well here. So uh, all of our agreements have we want the partners to also be invested in their base pay. So part of our agreements is our, our clients and customers are paying some of the base. Some of it is in SALs or, or completed meetings. And the one kicker that I, I really respect in what we do here as a company is, is a win fee for an SDR, which is not always the case for every organization. But when you're in Buffalo and a lot of your clients are in Seattle and Chicago and Boston and San Francisco, heck, like when an account executive or a VP of sales closes a deal from an opportunity originated by inside sales team. Like I want the SDR here in Buffalo to also be celebrating that. And so we, we really focus on not just quantity of meetings, but quality as it relates to the payout of meetings and SALs and also, uh, you know, wins as well. So you guys really try to get your, you've got skin in the game uh, with your partners to make sure that the meetings that you set actually end up producing pipeline and closing. It sounds like. 100%, you know, just scheduling meetings or, or anything like that that aren't qualified. It's, it's not lucrative for us. It's really not what we're trying to do. It doesn't make all. sense. And, and so say you're a VP of sales or you're, you're on the revenue side of the business and you, you're grappling with a, a problem. What kind of problems do the companies usually bring to you guys to solve? Yeah, it's a great question. So sometimes it's just time. Sometimes it's just a uh, vice president of sales wants to focus in on his six account executives and getting them to a place of, you know, closing business. And they acknowledge that to run a, a sales development team with proper coaching and proper measurement, it's, it's more than another full-time job. So that's part of it. The other part of it is, you know, what we're finding out is the sales development function is becoming such a high intellect position that it's not the age anymore. And if anyone out there still thinks this, it's not the age anymore where you can just give someone a rotary phone and expect them to be successful. You know, people out there now are brighter than ever. And so to do a successful sales development program, some people come to us because of cost, right? So we built a structure internally to, to handle this. We've got a director of sales development and team leads and sales development reps, and we've got an executive team to handle, you know, tough decisions and 
So you think about if you're in uh, VP of sales on the revenue side of things, just you can calculate the cost, but an SDR is one or two. Then you need a manager. As a team grows, you might need a director of sales development, data, messaging, CRM, ongoing training. Oh, I forgot recruitment, which is sometimes or seems like higher than ever now on percentages. So yeah, those are the two big ones is, is time and, and just what it takes to run a, a great sales development team. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot of headaches that people don't, I mean, they just want meetings, they want pipeline, they want qualified sure. conversations. And when you start to really unpack sales development, it's not just, I mean, you mentioned a rotary phone, man. I don't even, I don't, most of the people that listen to this probably don't even know what that is. Right? <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> yeah. I've pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know. Someone's like Googling it right now. That was what I used. Uh, yeah. I think Probably a bit past lots of people's time for sure. Oh man, that's hilarious! A rotary phone, yeah. And, and and the point you know that that we're making here is it's not just plug and play. Hire a couple SDRs, hook them up with Discover Org and Salesforce, and go have at it. I mean, that's a recipe for a disaster, right? Yeah, I mean, of course, Discover Org and Salesforce can help, but that's not that's not everything anymore, right? Like, you, there's there's so many uh, you know just even great LinkedIn articles and studies that show that. Like SDRs, like they're in the trenches, like they need motivation. You know, if it's not coming from their manager, then like you better have a hell of a product or a service, right? So more and more sales development managers, not not just player coaches, I mean coaches motivating and leading the team out of the trenches into a hitting quota every month. So yeah, I mean it's it's not just it's not just, you know, a call, it's not just data and and, and Salesforce and the phone anymore. It's it's just so much more than that. And that's not even getting into the realm of social selling and LinkedIn and Twitter and how you can be effective on those tools as well. So yeah, if you think just a phone and a person is going to get you, you know, 10 to 20 SALs a month, God bless you. Uh, good luck. Well, I think what happens is a lot of people try that and then they're kind of scratching their heads like, how come this isn't working? And what what you're saying is out of the box, the infrastructure of a highly uh, successful performance-based sales development program right outside of the box, just partner with your company, basically. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's still a, you know, a 30 to 45 day onboarding, right? Like recruitment's not, there's no magic wand to having uh, great SDRs. We still do a, a bunch of recruiting and, and invest in that. Uh, we still need to plan out sequences to typically two to four different personas. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're looking for something to, to start planning strategically and having an SDR team in place and you'd like to have in the next two to three months performing, it would be time to call us today to start that onboarding process for sure. Right. Okay. So so let, uh, let me give you an example. Like say a company, they've got a couple of SDRs, you know, the the, the performance is, is kind of lagging and, and they want to get involved with you guys. What would be the process of you know, coming to you and, and how, how would you go about working with them to help them figure out, you know, how to move forward with you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's oftentimes the best recipe and augmenting internal SDR teams is the best fit for us at inside sales team. And there's a few reasons why. So number one is just the general sharing of best practices. I believe that, you know, we'll say five brains are better than one or five brains are better than two. And so when I say sharing your best practices, you know, we're doing our own thing, not our own thing, but taking your brand guidelines and some messaging and content and doing an inventory of everything. And hey, if like if we if we craft an email, an outreach that is getting a 65, 70% open rate, like you can, you know, you can bet we're gonna share it with you. You guys are a partner, right? 
And so that's, that's one part of it is sharing the best practices and then building up the internal team and the team here, right? So you're getting like a two times bonus. The second thing is competition. So there are sales development leaders that come to me saying like, hey, like I'm, my team is doing great, but I have all these leaders and they've been doing it for years and they're great, but I know they can do more. Well, oddly enough, uh, nothing can motivate someone in the sales development field as, as augmenting part of the team to Buffalo, New York. And so nobody wants to be last internally, right? Like you don't want to be last in your own internal team, but nobody certainly wants to be last to the external team in Buffalo. And so just that general competition helps as well. And so, and then the last thing is just, you know, if you're an internal sales development leader, you know, let's go back to my education roots. You know, if you can spend more of your time to lesser people, right? We remember these things in college, the eight to one ratio, the student to teacher, the 10 to one, sometimes hundred to one, that matters in sales development. So if you can spend more of your time and focus on your internal team and focus your management teaching on lesser people than say 40, and you could do 20 and then have 20, you know, in Buffalo, I mean, there's definitely a significant value to the coaching and teaching education of that. Interesting. Okay. So, and I, it's funny because I remember working with internal sales development teams and when the senior management would talk about working with companies like yourself, it would make people really nervous because it's like, sure. uh-oh, you know, the, the robots are coming or, you know, it's like, we're going to get yeah, outsourced. Right. But what, right. what, what ends up happening, what you're saying is it becomes like a virtuous cycle almost because you're sharing information and you're learning, you're almost, you're a true partner with the company. Yeah. I mean, Discover Wars got 20 kick-ass SDRs in Vancouver, Washington, and we've got six here in Buffalo and, you know, Jake Schaffron, I'm sure he, I think he's been on the show before. He's a good friend of mine. He's their director of sales development. So there's, you know, once you get to know us, there's nothing to be afraid of. Like we're just looking to both be successful. And I say both, I mean, both companies because it's a partnership we want you know every day i'm rooting for jay's team to have a great day and, and every day i'm rooting for the internal discover work team to have a great day here nice the best sales development leaders make it a point to learn and grow each day with the sales development podcast how would you like to directly reach these decision makers and game changers in the sales development space with your specific message to sponsor the sales development podcast, go to 10bound.com slash contact to request a rate card or just click the link in Spreaker or YouTube. Again, that's 10bound.com slash contact. Reach out today to the top sales development leaders in our industry with your valuable message. Okay, cool. So, so tell me, let's go into your process a little bit. You know, how do you have it set up there where uh, from recruiting to onboarding people and then getting them up and running in such a short time and then having to work with all these different products? I mean, do, you must have a pretty elaborate structure built to keep this thing rolling forward, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, technology comes out and, and you know, it's always uh, evolving, right? But yeah, so... Uh, we do have a director of recruitment and a training process. And, you know, the first week of the program is literally just the ins and outs of sales development, basic sales development training. And then we briefly touch upon outreach IO, which we use internally, uh, Salesforce, the CRM. And then we also use um, Discover Org for, for data. And so uh, the second week of, of new hire onboarding is we have uh, certain training sales development programs. They're often uh, services or products that, uh, we feel like we can really portray the value. So it's a strong product or teach the SDRs. And, and usually it's about a day or two training on the product. And, you know, the client and us are on the agreement that, you know, we're, we're sending these over with, you know, not the full, you know, band and qualification, but there's usually a, you know, usually there's the authority and, and a potential need. 
And so uh, they, they go through a week of that training. So it's one week in the books, lecture hall style. The second week is a little bit lecture hall. You're learning the product of, of one of our training programs, but you're also now getting some hands-on experience. So everything you learned in the first week about sales development or outreach or discover work, you're starting to use it. And then once you show performance on the training program, you're then basically on, we analyze the data, right? So if we look at this training program and find out, hey, Jane Doe is, she's like, crushing it when she targets VP of sales. Like her, her conversion rate on conversation is 50%. Like, hey, like that might be a great fit for Discover Org because Discover Org is selling to a lot of, you know, VP and director level in sales. Uh, so, and then honestly, if someone's struggling with the training program, that's a coaching opportunity for our director of sales development. And we have a team lead part of that program. And so that's, that's part of it, you know? And then after that, you know, we, we meet every morning as teams. Every morning we have a morning huddle to talk about results the, the previous day. Uh, we go over a game plan for the current day. And then we also at 11 o'clock do a company-wide recap of the morning at hand. And then also the day before as a company. And we use ambition as a tool to do that company-wide on our projector in, in the middle of the office as a whole company. Nice. Okay, cool. And then are there specific like project teams that, that handle the different clients that you're working with? Or how, how do you customize based on the projects that you have? Sure. So customization, it comes from the start of onboarding, right? So like it, it starts with like sequence design and, and certain data pulls based on persona, or it comes from the client with like a, a specific amount of target accounts. And so it starts there. And then the training, the specification, the customization comes from, honestly, it comes from the director of sales development. It comes from the team lead as well. And so we always start every program with one veteran person from the company. If it's a two-person team, two-person team, one veteran from the company, and then uh, someone that we've recruited specifically for that, that client. And basically, in the meantime, as we're recruiting this new person, the person that's more veteran is studying up on that, you know, studying up on that product or that service that is now going to be a future client. And then, the, you know, that team is working hand-in-hand with the director of sales development and thinking about sales game plan, uh, what might come up in conversations, you know, obviously, uh, objections, rebuttals. And then, uh, at some point during the onboarding process, the sales leader of any one of our given clients or customers is going to be uh, providing anywhere from a one to four hour product training. And that's kind of like our, our framework. And then we keep it going from there in regards to training and customization. Okay. And and how do you guys handle training and coaching and things like that? Is it, it's a regular, it sounds like it's a very regular structured things that they keep doing, or does it kind of a lot at the, at the beginning and then it, it tapers off? No, it has to be ongoing. You know, if anyone out there has ever played any anything, any sport, any leisure activity, right? Like I played baseball, you know, nothing special. I mean, I played division three, uh, but uh, you know, our season, we didn't, we didn't have like batting practice and then meet again in two weeks. You know what I mean? Like it's insane to think about it like that. Right. So but what do we do? We had practice every single day. And if by chance the head coach couldn't make a practice, then the captain's held a practice, the team leader or manager of sales development. And so, uh, yeah, our belief is every single day there's a time to, to make yourself better. And the theme I've seen around LinkedIn lately is 1% better. Like, I, I can't agree more, right? So 1% can come in even smaller increments. So if it's just about time to go and it's 4.59, make one more call, make two more calls. Because if you do it enough time, it's going to make you incrementally better. And so, again, fundamentally, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're training every single day here. And then, you know, uh, we have weekly trainings also uh, on Fridays, a company-wide that are more, you know, 500-foot uh, level above, but they're also very important. So we've had some about motivation and, and how to keep going. Uh, we've had company-wide meetings on 
how to get around some really tough people to prospect to like certain uh, stereotypes, like people like, uh, you know, uh, one of the articles came out on the, the blog that I work with, but you know, people that always cancel the meetings after they say they're going to be there. So we strategize on how we can make our completion rate better and stuff of that sort. So training is a, a big deal to us. Very regular. And I like the, the, the sports analogy because yeah, it's, it's crazy that a lot of, a lot of people out there, they, they think, you know, a couple of weeks of onboarding and then, you know, it's, it's a very haphazard where I agree. Yeah. I mean, you got it. It's got to be regular training and coaching throughout the year. And um, that kind of goes into, you know, do you have sort of an ideal candidate profile that you're targeting in the Buffalo area for someone who's a good fit for inside sales team? Or do you find that it, it could come from a lot of different backgrounds? It can. It can come from a lot of different backgrounds. Hmm. There, are, there are certain things we, we look for in regards to candidates here in Buffalo. The first is high intellect. We, I believe, we all believe that finding really smart people is, it just, it can just increase certain things. So it, it, it basically, it can increase the, the utilization and the enhancement of the tools that they're given internally. It can just speed things up. I always use the term figure it outness, right? So sometimes, not figure it outness, like figure it outness on your own, but figure it outness, like there's, there's no way any, any sales development program, you can go over every single objection you're going to hear. So as a sales development person, uh, sometimes you're going to be dealt an objection that you weren't trained upon. Maybe I bet you every SDR potentially listening has been given one objection that they've never heard before in training and onboarding, like figure it out. And it's like, like understand what they're talking about, figure out the angle, then you need to pivot to something else. So uh, the first thing is again, this high intellect, really smart. That's the first thing. The second thing is showing it's like a, I'll call it like hard work severance. It's not just like the cliche hard work, but it's like, we really like to dive into people's backgrounds and like hearing stories of like how they persevered because I don't know, it's sales development. Like perseverance is key, right? Like you have to be able to keep going every day. And it's a, it's a monthly portfolio. Not a lot of jobs are like that. Like you can't judge yourself every single day on sales development. I mean, you can on activity, but Heck, there have been days when I was on Discover Work where, you know, I might have zero one day and the next day I had seven. You know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just, you have to, you have to be able to persevere through situations and work hard through it. Nice. Okay. So we got high intellect or I, I like that term, figure it outness. Do you yeah. have the, do you have the figure it outness? Do you have the hard work, hard work ethic uh, demonstrated? Yep. It sounds like it's got to be demonstrated on the, on the resume. Anything else that you're looking for in candidates uh, that, that you found that's, is helpful? It's a tough one to look for, but coachability. Mm. It's very hard to, to find that, but sometimes you can get it. And so just to every, every SDR manager or hire you know, or recruiter out there, it's a tough one to find, but listen closely to times when they were potentially in a good situation and could have made better, more out of it or, or made a better thing out of it, but were reluctant to coaching or – and, and so if you can just, again, got to listen closely, but it's a, it's a real tough one to find out, but coachability is huge. We just talked about training daily. So if someone's not coachable, then now you're just wasting everyone's time. So that would be a big part of it as well. Oh man, I could tell you, I, I, you know, figure it outness and, and hardworking is huge. But for me, it's like coachability as, as a, a hands-on sales development manager, there there's, it's it's very frustrating to, you know, have lived through situations and then you give that knowledge to someone and they just drop it or they just are like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like I know everything already. So whatever, yeah. dude, you know, 
So coachability is uh, is huge, and and it is. It's hard to know. It's hard to like look over a resume or interview somebody and know if they're going to be coachable or sure. You know what I mean? So that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Do you guys use? I know that Discover Org uses Omnia pre-assessment. You know to try to figure out if somebody is coachable. Do you use any pre-assessments or things like that to help kind of sort through things, or is it mostly an initial screening? Yeah, we used Omnia for a long time as well. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I've got the utmost respect for for Patrick Purvis there, the CRO, and he's recommended to me. So we used them for a long time. We took a break from them. Nothing on them. Uh, nothing. You know, uh, we just wanted to see if there was anything else out there that we we would like or enjoy. And we actually just started using Omnia again this week. So uh, we went back went back to them. Uh, it's funny you asked that. So yeah, we're back on the Omnia cognitive executive test. Is what we use. Okay. All right. Yeah. I would, I've heard really good things about them. Um, I would definitely want to check those out. And, you know, and now I'm, I'm again in the seat of, so, you know, you hired this great person, they've got all the three category, uh, you know, categories that you're looking for. You, you're continuously training them. You're bringing them up to speed. What kind of career path could they have at a company like yours? Whereas with some companies, you know, there's account executive positions, there's customer success positions, there's marketing positions. Does anything like that exist um, at, at your company that you can help them to get into? Or are they pretty set as, as sales development reps? Yeah, yeah. And part of that's on my shoulders, right? So my, my, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to grow my department out. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and part of it's in my own department. So let me walk you down a path. So you're hired here as a sales development rep. Typically, a uh, team lead promotion is anywhere between your first, let's say, six, six months to 18 months. And then the next step from that as a team lead would be uh, manager of sales development. And that would be a person that manages about two to three different projects here. Uh, just about, usually it's around eight to 12 people that person would manage. And then, you know, if you, if you think about it, as we continue to grow, we have one director of sales development right now, but that would be the next step. And then, you know, it, it, at some point in there, it's, it, the company here, if you're a salesperson inside sales team, you get this choice. It's, do I want to be this leader in inside sales and sales development, which is a hell of a ride. You know, I, I love it. I, I get jealous sometimes. I'm not, you know, managing or, you know, the, the 30 to 40 people I was once uh, last year, but it's like, did you get this choice, right? It's like, you know, what a lot of companies have is, do I want to do more of account executive work now, or do I want to be a manager of sales development or a director of sales development, depending on you know where you're at? And so I'm very close in my own internal department to be hiring an SMB account executive and also a SDR on behalf of inside sales team. Because right now I'm just doing my own prospecting and relationships. So it's pretty unique how these different you know, options and titles are, are starting to come about. And uh, so I think by the end of probably quarter three, we'll have both those positions hiring for those positions, uh, an account executive SMB and also an SDR for inside sales team setting up meetings for myself and the other account executive. Oh wow, that's really interesting. So, so you you actually don't have anybody working on your own project. You have to no, do it's it. been all, <laughs> no, yeah, it's all been uh, it's been it's been a good website, some good inbound focus, and uh, it's been we have some. I mean, the best, uh, the, and I mean, it's the best partners and, and clients in the world. So we get a lot of referral business. It's been fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that's where I, I met you through Discover Org initially. Yeah, and so that, yeah. that partner network is huge, man, and. And the the only way that you can get that is by delivering good value for your partners and making them money. So good for you guys. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, <laughs> like, you know, as a company, though, you know, if you do good things, you surround yourself with other people and other companies that do good things. So 
it's been working well by doing good things, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, for me, it's super interesting because I, you, you talk to folks, I talk to folks all day that work for companies that are building out the infrastructure that you're talking about within companies to help support their own growth and, 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 and sales team. But it's interesting to talk to someone whose who's specialty at the company is building out sales development programs. I mean, it's just, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for right. sure. It's great. Well, Brian, this has been super interesting, man. Um, you know, we I just really appreciate it and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the at the sales development conference in in September. You're gonna be moderating a panel and we're excited to get that set up. So Yeah, I can't wait. Really looking forward to it. Coming out to San Francisco and being surrounded by sales development folks. Can't wait. It's it's a whole day to geek out on the topic that we uh, <laughs> enjoy talking about. So we love it. I love it. Yeah, it's our dream force. Uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, Brian, thank you so much. Continue the good work. And um, if folks are listening to this, they want to get a hold of you and check out what Inside Sales Team is doing. How do they contact you? Yeah, just message me on LinkedIn. I'm open uh, anytime. If you don't know, I also have um, you know, a blog called strhuddle.com. And so if you have something to say in regards to bringing value to other sales development folks, uh, if you think that you have a process or a great even subject line or whatever it is, if you feel you can help SDRs out there, Reach me on LinkedIn, Brian Vital. I get back to everyone, and I would love for anyone to, to help contribute to SDR Huddle and just even be a sales development friend. Yeah, dude, and I can say, I, I, I meant to actually point this out. I'm glad you brought it up. SDR Huddle is an amazing resource for anyone involved in sales development. I mean, the, the, the contributions that you're getting are super valuable, and they, they go in depth on subjects that we deal with every day, whether you're building a business or you're on the phone on the front lines as an SDR, it, it's super valuable. I'd recommend everyone to subscribe to it and uh, make sure that you get the email alerts when they come out. So thanks for bringing that up, Brian. Yeah, of course. And it's also just a good way in general, you know, flipping it back to inside sales team. If, if you're a leader out there, a sales director, VP of sales, uh, someone, VP of marketing, director of marketing, you know, it gives you also a good idea of our methodology, right? Like SDR Huddle is, is you know, it was created by myself. So you can really see what we believe in and people we surround ourselves with. Like you mentioned, the processes that, that we live with every day. And, you know, you can kind of get a feel of what Inside Sales Team does before, you know, committing to anything. So I'd recommend it to not just SDRs, but uh, anyone that at any part of a revenue uh, team, um, how you recommend it. It is. It is. It's chock full. I, I love it. I love getting the alerts and, and reading through. I read every single one that comes out. So Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to see you in September, man. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me.